Sad Bastard. I'm your host, Dave Tarnowski. I am a miserable fucking bastard right now. Can't tell if it's grief, sadness, or depression, or a combination of the three. I reached out to my ex last week asked her if there was even the slightest chance we could try again. I had to try one last time, shoot my shot, or I would have regretted it for the rest of my life. Unfortunately, I was told no. Starting over would not be possible. She was absolutely lovely about it. But now I feel like my heart is broken all over again. Even though I knew going in that no was at least a 50-50 possibility, there was still the hope that after all this time, maybe something had changed. Maybe she missed me enough to try again. Maybe there was still a chance to not let go of everything we had built. Now all those things I've said to you before about moving forward and feeling okay and blah, 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 it's just fucking bullshit. I feel like I'm back at square one and grieving her loss all over again as if it just happened. I don't know why I thought there was a chance. And yet, even after that, there's still a part of me that thinks there's a chance. A part that refuses to let go. It's too painful otherwise. To think that things are over and I'll never get to be with her again. The part of me that cries whenever I think about it. The part of me that's crying right now. I wish I could say it were a small part of me. Honestly, to call it part is bullshit. It's all of me. Every fiber of my being is in excruciating pain. My spirit is deflated is worst in depression. This is absolute agony and despair. I try to remember what it felt like six months ago. Like I said before, maybe every time feels like the worst because it's happening now. I think this feels worse now because I had some sort of hope for the future. Plus, I was distracting myself and actually enjoying myself a bit in between the sadness and the mood swings. Now that the psych meds seem to be working, madness has given way to sadness. No matter how I rationalize it, I'm in the shit tunnel. And there's no way back to her. I just feel hopeless. Grief is irrational. When emotions take over, there is no way out. And I feel more alone than ever. And scared. Scared of the void in front of me. Of the complete unknown. Of never feeling anything close to what I felt with her. The idea of never being with her again is something I thought I had come around to. I thought I had been on the path to acceptance healing and moving forward, trying not to look back with regret anymore. I mean, I can't change what happened, but I hoped for another shot to make things right, 
doing things right like I should have when I had the chance. There are those shoulds again. I just don't want to let go. It's not about failing, about seeing myself as a failure. It's about just wanting to have another chance. But I guess I used up all my chances. When I think back over the seven years we were together, I can't even count how many times I fucked up, how many times I hurt her. To be sure, she wasn't easy a lot of the time. I mean, no one is. But she was extremely loving and very good to me. I was certainly no walk in the park. Shit, I don't think I would be with me. But I adored her, showered her with affection. And that part of me, that part of us, makes it so hard to let go. I felt something with her I never had before. I felt at home. I felt understood. I felt seen. Maybe even too seen. Ah, but time changes things, doesn't it? Life changes things. I took her for granted. I didn't cherish every moment. I got distracted by other things and resented her for pulling me away from them. I pulled away from her instead of leaning in. I was selfish. I didn't want to do the things she wanted to do. I didn't really have anything I wanted to do other than stay home with her. Just be with her. I stopped thinking about a future with her. Our future. I just got caught up in the day-to-day. -day. I stopped fighting for us. Especially towards the end. It was so hard to think of a future together when the future of everything was so fucking bleak. When she was fighting for the future of the business she runs due to COVID, I was off living my own life. I was lonely and filled my life with other people. Had I not started on the road that led to this podcast, would she and I still be together? Uh, but it's pointless to think things like that. Maybe it's just this time of year. We split up just before summer started, but now it's just cold and dark for 14 hours a fucking day. And it's harder to see any light at the end of the tunnel when there's hardly any light to be found. And then there's the holidays. My birthday, which is tomorrow. All of which didn't get to spend with her last year since we had been separated for the first time then. But this year I will spend completely alone. I feel trapped. All alone in this city. I truly think moving to this city was the end of us. She was always busy from when I met her, but she didn't run a business until we got to DC. The reason we moved from New York 
And now I'm in exile in this city I moved to with her. Now live without her. I feel no connection to this place. I feel no love. Just pain and loneliness. There's a part of me that knows I just need to get through this. But nothing matters to me right now. Now that there's absolutely no hope for us. I don't believe in this or anything else I've been doing. Like I did before last week. I feel hollow. All I do is watch TV and cry. I don't even feel like making memes and the ones I do make are shit. I don't even feel like writing this, but I know I have to. I need to. Not only because I need to put out an episode a week, but because I know this helps me process all of the shit. Like, if she had said yes when we got back together, would everything magically be better? Would I be able to be the person she needs me to be? And vice versa. Maybe. Maybe not. It didn't work the first time. When we got back together in February, that only lasted four months. But COVID upended everything. That's a totally different variable. One that no one could have seen coming. Would we have survived had that not happened? to talk to her now after those last texts or if I'll ever even see her again I know I'll get through this and peace will come in time and COVID will pass I'll be able to go places again and I won't feel so alone but this winter is going to suck so very hard not just for me, of course. Everyone is suffering through this. At least the people smart enough to stay in and not travel. The people who aren't prolonging this shit out of selfishness. I hate to think of how much longer this will go on. And how long it'll be until I can see my family and friends. How long it'll be until I can visit the new friends I've made through the community I've created online. How long until I could leave this city behind. How long until I could get a fucking hug. My ex and I were very loving. And believed in hugging and kissing all the time. I still can't believe I took that for granted and fucked it all up. That I wasn't different. Ah, should-haves again. They are insidious. I can say I'm trying to live without regret, but it's just bullshit. Until enough time has passed, I will live inside my head. I will live with regret. I will think only of what could have been and what I could have done. 
what I didn't do when I had the chance, when her love was mine. And I'm going in circles again. I'm stuck in a roundabout on my journey forward. It's like that scene in National Lampoon's European Vacation. And Chevy Chase and his family are stuck in a roundabout driving in London. And at every pass he says, there's Big Ben, Parliament. Only mine is far less funny. Daniel, one of my followers on Instagram, wrote in in response to my what's on your mind prompt. I don't know what is wrong with me. I have this feeling that I'm waiting for something, but I don't know what. And Bex wrote, mostly just waiting so that the waiting is over. I feel these so much. Feels like I should be living my life, but instead I'm just waiting. Some days I live for a little bit. Others I feel stalled and just wait so I can live again. Waiting for things to get better. I could be living instead. But what kind of life is this these days? It used to be I was always waiting for the weekend. And now it's like waiting for next year to change everything. Or even considering next year a loss and just looking forward to 2022. At some point next year I'll be divorced. My second time around. And I'm sure I'll go through another fucking tailspin again like I am now. But maybe after that I'll get used to it. I'll get to move on. That part of me waiting for something will finally have arrived at its destination. And the next chapter can begin. But right now everything feels hopeless and pointless. Like how long will I be waiting for things to be better? Maybe one day I'll wake up and realize the waiting is over. But for now it feels interminable. Like Groundhog Day. The same day over and over and over. I swear as miserable as I was, I was feeling better months ago. Maybe I'm just telling myself that. Maybe I had hope underneath it. And all that was just destroyed. And maybe it needed to be. Now I realize the thing I had been hoping for was making me Who's making the waiting less bleak? Now that it's gone, now that I ask straightforward, is there a chance? I was told no. I don't even know what I'm waiting for anymore. I don't know anything anymore. Lisa wrote in, I don't know who I am. I feel like I did, like I was getting there at least. Now I'm just lost. I was making Dave Tarnowski mean something to me. I was on my way to feeling complete on my own. And then I went backwards. It's 
all the waiting that's the killer. All the time. Time and space is easy to say, but how much time? Every fucking day is excruciating. And then what? Flavia wrote in, feeling lonely, anxious, unmotivated, and angry. Just want this pandemic to be over. I am so there with you, Flavia. I'm angry at the pandemic for what it did to my marriage. I know things had not been so great for a while, but we were just getting back together after separation and it literally hit two weeks later. Now, I am an everything happens for a reason person. So maybe everything went the way it was meant to go. But this shit is really overstaying its welcome. And it just keeps getting worse. I'm looking forward to the day I can stop waiting for things to get better. For when I'm not powerless over everything. And maybe I'm not. Maybe I just don't see another way right now. Caitlin wrote in, trying to accept what cannot be controlled. Letting go is hard. Those two things are two of the hardest things to do, Caitlin. If I could only give in and let go of what was and learn to love what is, I could move on. There are moments when I do but they're lost amongst the ruins. What could have been looks better than the unknown. And that's why I can't let go completely. I try, and then I can't even try. I can't even focus on what's right in front of me because I didn't focus on what was right in front of me then. Maybe that's just people. We want what we can't have things we get. After we get them, we want something else. The initial glow runs out. The spark fades and life takes over. But then we lose it and we romanticize it. It becomes far better than it really was. That's why when I wrote my ex, I asked about starting over. Starting from a place where we are now six months after we split. Not trying to get back to where we were, to go over the same ground. I had the idea that we would date. We live in separate places, but we're still in the same city after all. But I don't know exactly where she is now. Perhaps she's much farther along her path in healing than I am. Maybe I'll never know. I just know she's the stronger one. She always has been. I just can't let go of who I believe I could be to her if she would let me know. But I have to. I don't have a choice. And anyway, could I really be different? Would I? I'll never know. Haley wrote in, reminding myself I'm not alone and struggling to get through every day. 
feels like quicksand 24-7. I totally get that, Haley. Sometimes I feel like I'm sinking, like I can't breathe, like I'm stuck in the pit of the past and it's sucking me back. And since the past is dead, I am too. I just have to live each day, one day at a time. And I will get through this, just as you will. Even if the desire to give up is sometimes overwhelming. I've been taking long walks every morning. They usually include a walk over a bridge. I used to walk over a lot back when I was living with my ex. Bridge that we walked over a lot. And every day I think about jumping off of it. I haven't yet, of course. I don't think I will. But the thought is always there. Just a quick drop. And all my pain is gone in an instant. But then so is everything else. The hope for a better life in the future. The pain is unbearable at times, but I know I can't give up. I know I have to live through this. I know I'll be a better person for it on the other side. Whenever it is I get there. So hold on, Haley. Don't let despair suck you down. Taking things in a different direction, and one I've wanted to address for a while, is Nicola, who wrote, You speaking openly about mental illness is helping break the stigma, especially for men. Nicola, I thank you for saying this. And if I do one good thing in my life, I'm okay if it's this. And it's not just mental illness, but being vulnerable, emotional, sensitive, all things that men have been shamed for for ages. I've said it before, I don't know how much of what I've been going through is grief and sadness or depression. Perhaps I would be further along my journey of healing and acceptance were I not as sensitive as I am. But I don't wish I were any less sensitive. Well, most times. Sometimes when I find myself crying, I curse myself for being weak. For not being further along. That I should be stronger than this. But again, Grief is not a straight line. I have lots of it ahead of me still. And I'm stronger each day I suffer through and don't give up. Each day I avoid jumping off that bridge, I get stronger. But the thing with men is we're told we must be strong and quite often ridiculed if we're not. And seeing what I've been seeing with the people who write into me on Instagram. Lots of men face the same shit I do. Most of the people who write into me about suicidal ideation are men. And I'm not here saying life is harder for men. I'm just saying that the whole be a man thing is outdated and terrible. 
extremely unhelpful. It's saying if you are in a certain way, you are less than. I know plenty of women who are tougher than most men. And yet if a man is sensitive, he is disparaged for being a girl. As if there was something wrong with that. Or called a pussy. As if there was something wrong with pussies. I was routinely called out as a kid for being too sensitive or depressed and asked if I was going to kill myself, though in a disparaging way, not a caring way. It took me many years to allow myself to open up and accept these things about myself. It may have never happened without my ex. She saw me in ways no one ever had. She encouraged me to be myself. Everything always comes back to her. One day they won't. One day I'll not be defined by what was. I will have grown because of what was into what is. But for all the advice I give about not staying rooted in the past, I am completely stuck there. But it's where I am right now and I have to accept it. Can't move myself forward at all at the moment. But maybe I shouldn't be worrying so much about that. Impatience isn't a good thing when it comes to recovery. It takes as long as it takes. It doesn't go away on your own timeline. But what's a year? A year can pass in the blink of an eye. Yet it can also feel like an eternity. I'll be 43 tomorrow, celebrating with absolutely no one. 42 raced by, yet some of it was so excruciatingly slow. Maybe I'll feel better after tomorrow. A new me will form. 42 will join the Matryoshka dolls inside me. And I'll start my march on to 44. To wrap things up on a positive note, Moen wrote, The fact that last year, at this specific time, how sad I was, and all of that has changed now with my partner by my side, and she has taken me really high. She is the reason I know you. I just wanted to say that time is a strong thing. Don't forget its power in changing stuff. And Moen, that just gave me hope. Just one year. Who the hell knows what will happen? I'm looking forward to finding out. Maybe I'll regain the belief in myself I felt not too long ago. Maybe I won't feel so fucking miserable. Well, that's all for this week. Thanks to everyone for listening. Please subscribe, rate, review, and share this podcast. And follow my Instagram accounts, Nick Cave and the Bad Memes, Sad Peaks, Don Trooper, Mimi Bridgers, and the Sad Bastard Pod. On Nick Cave and the Bad Memes and Sad Peaks. I host Q&As several times a week. 
or you can tell me what's on your mind and I might reply to it in a future episode. And you could also DM me at the Sad Bastard Pod. I'll be back next week. Till then, take care of yourselves, forgive yourselves, love yourselves, hang in there, keep hope alive. Better days are coming. I have to believe that. Taken me down, my friend As they usher me off to my end Will I bid you adieu? Will I be seeing you soon? If what they say around here is true Then we'll meet again